If a person swore that he wouldn't eat anything today, and he ate less than the size of an olive, pottery is not liable, it's not considered eating if it's less than a size of an olive, and has the same law as if a person eats only half of the minimum size of carcasses or tray for animals and the like. If he says, I make an oath not to swear this particular thing, he's liable, even if the thing that he swore on was a mustard, one mustard seed or even something smaller than that. If he made a, uh, uh, if he swore that he wouldn't taste anything and he ate anything, he's liable, he's chayev. If someone swore not to eat today and he drank, he is liable. Drinking is included in eating. If he ate and drank, he's liable to get flogged only once if he did it purposely, because it's one thing. Or one sin offering if it was done uh, inadvertently. If he swore not to drink today, he may eat. Because eating is not included in drinking. How much does he have to drink in order to be chayav? It appears to me that he's not liable until he drinks a quarter of a log of liquid like other prohibitions. If he made an oath not to eat today, and he ate many varieties, or he made an oath not to drink today, and he drank many varieties of beverages, and the Chayv is liable only once. Even if he made an oath that he wouldn't eat today meat and bread and beans, and he ate them all, he's liable only once. And you add them all up to form the minimum size of an olive. If he said, I swear not to eat or and not to drink, he ate and drank, he's liable twice. Since drinking was included when he said eating, since he then specified and said and that I shouldn't drink, so he's revealing his opinion that when he said eating, drinking was not included. It's as if he'd be swearing for each one separately, therefore he's liable twice. If a person makes an oath uh, that he wouldn't eat wheat bread or barley bread and barley bread and um, spelt uh, bread, uh, he is liable. If he ate, then he's liable separately for each one. The fact that he said this kind of bread and that bread and that bread must make a distinction between each one and therefore he's liable separately for each one. Yes. If his friend was entreating him to eat by him, and he said to him, Come and drink with me wine and milk and honey. Brahman, he said, I swear that I will not drink wine or milk or honey. And he drank of them. 
Chayvah Kalach to answer, if the answer is liable for each one separately. Shailalomar, because he could have, should have said, Shavuah Sheni Shosaklom, I swear that I'm not going to drink anything. Or I swear that I won't drink what you said. Shachazaparat, since he repeated each one specifically, he has revealed his mind that he uh, made himself liable for each variety separately. Therefore, since in this case they're separate, they don't add up with one another. He's not liable until he eats the minimum amount from one variety. Since they have a separate sin offering, this would be like fat or blood that do not join together to form the size of an olive. This was explained in the laws of forbidden foods. Uh, if he makes an oath not to eat this um, loaf, or he says not to eat this, uh, to eat this, if he eats an olive's worth, if he is liable. So even though you use the word zu, this loaf, or osa, it, uh, we don't mean the whole loaf, just a kazayas. Shrush lena, if he makes an oath not to eat it, that's what he says. And the chayavet shiochlas kula, then he's not liable to eat all of it. If he says both expressions, an oath not to eat this loaf, and an oath not to eat it, and he did eat it, and the chayavet achas is liable only once. Since the first oath causes even a kazais to be forbidden, so the second oath that says not to eat all of it, well, was already prohibited with the first oath, so there's nothing really being added here. Yud v'chinamam shvush lo'ochal ayom, if he says an oath that I won't eat today, v'chaz v'nishvah l'kirkosh l'echlana, then he swore that he would not eat this loaf, v'chal kulubos ayom, he ate it all on that day, n'chai v'lachas, he's only liable once. V'chinkal kirtza b'zeh, the same would be true in any similar case. An oath doesn't fall on an oath when it's there already. If he first swore that he wouldn't eat this loaf, and then he swore that he wouldn't eat anything, or he first swore um, not to eat the whole thing, and then he swore not to eat anything of the loaf. Then he ate it, all of it. He's liable twice. When he swore originally not to eat it, in a chayvat sheyochel wouldn't be liable until he ate all of it. When afterwards he made an oath that he wouldn't eat any of it or some of it, when he eats an olive's worth, he is liable. And then when he eats the whole thing, he's liable by the first oath. So if you're adding something in the second oath to the first one, you're liable the second one too. He made an oath not to eat figs, then he swore a second time not to eat figs or grapes. He's liable twice for the figs. Since he included the figs that were already previously forbidden with the first oath, but he included them with the grapes that were permitted, since the second oath is valid for the grapes, it's also valid for the figs. And he's liable for two oaths. As we've explained, in the laws of forbidden foods. If you made an oath not to eat eight of something, 
and Alf not to make eat nine and Alf not to eat ten. Whether he ate eight, nine, or ten, he's only liable once. Because once he makes the oath that he won't eat eight of something, then the oath of nine is not possible anymore. Because uh, you can't eat nine without eating eight, and eight are already forbidden. So you can't add that to the oath. However, you give him he made an oath not to eat ten, and then shush then an oath not to eat nine, shush then an oath not to eat eight. Machalasachayb sholosh, if he eats ten, he's liable three times. One time for each and each oath. Each and every oath. If he eat nine, he's liable twice. Eat eight, he's liable once. If he made an oath not to eat figs, and then he made an oath not to eat figs and grapes together. And he made a mistake and he ate uh, figs. Vifresh carbon, he set aside a sacrifice. And then, he made a mistake and he um, ate grapes. He's not liable for the grapes. Like half of the minimum. You don't bring a sacrifice on half of the um, required amount. He swore not to eat ten of a certain type of um, fruit or object. Then he made another vow afterwards he wouldn't eat ten and nine. And he ate ten. Vifresh carbon. And he set aside a sacrifice. Then he made a mistake and ate nine. Then it's like a half shear. You don't make a sacrifice for a half a shear. Because the meaning of the last oath is he shouldn't eat ten and nine, or nine and ten. If he only eats nine, he's not liable. If he makes an oath, now I can eat this big loaf if I eat the little loaf. And he forgot that condition when he ate the little loaf. And he afterwards purposely ate the the big loaf. Chayiv is liable because it doesn't matter what he had in mind when he ate the small one. Now that he's um, eating the big one, he, he knows that it's forbidden. If when he ate the small loaf, he remembered the condition and he knew that the big one would become forbidden. And he forgot uh, that he ate the little one and uh, afterwards and he ate the big one thinking that it's not forbidden. Then he's not liable. If he ate both of them inadvertently, he is not liable. Both of them uh, on purpose, whether he ate the large one first or last, he is liable. If he eats the big one first, it's Asra Suffolk. When we warn him, we say, don't eat this big one because you might eat the little one and then be liable for the big one. But the Rambam holds that uh, you do get flogged for such Asra. If he made them dependent on one another, and he swore and he said, I swear not to eat one of them if I ate the other. He forgot the condition and ate one, and then he ate the second one purposely. If he ate the first one purposely, but the second one inadvertently, he's not liable. Uh, both of them purposely, he is liable. The same din as we had uh, before by the um, uh, large and the uh, small loaf. 
Chav, Shavuos Yochakik Azu Hayom Vavar Yom Velachala B'Shog Mevi Karbonala V'Yared Mezid in a loka Shvila Asa Maisa Apishav Ashur Sheker If he made a vow not to eat the loaf to eat the loaf today and the day passed and he didn't eat it if he did this by mistake he brings a carbon a carbon that depends on how much he can afford it's called a Karbonala V'Yared If he did it purposely he does not get flogged why? He didn't do anything. It's an inaction. Even though he made a false oath, but he still doesn't get um, flogged when there is no action. Why then does he get flogged if he swears that he ate and he didn't eat? Or he swears that he did uh, not eat and he did eat, even though uh, there is no action now anymore? Because from the moment of his oath, it was already a lie. So at that moment, there was a lie, even though there was no action. However, in our case, where he swore to do and he didn't do, and it's not a false oath at the time of the oath. Someone told his friend, I swear that I won't eat by you. Or use the expression also an oath that I will not eat by you. Or the other person was entreating him to eat and he didn't want to. And he swore and he said, uh, An oath, uh, if I eat to you. In other words, I make an oath that I shouldn't eat to you. If someone uses uh, the expression, There is no oath of what I don't eat from you. Implying that what I do eat from you is an oath. All of these are forbidden. And uh, it's tantamount to him swearing that he wouldn't eat by him. If he said any of these expressions, all of them, I should say, all of these expressions, and he transgressed and he ate, he's liable only once.